Welcome to the first Intuition Podcast. On this episode, we talk about goals at the start of 2022, whether they are for study, work, or your own personal life. We recorded the session in front of a live Zoom audience, and if you'd like to join a future session, you can register for them. I've put a link in the show notes. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the first live episode of the First Intuition Podcast and Student Forum for 2022. My name is Ben Bullman. Unfortunately, my good friend and colleague Dave Malthouse has been called away for an emergency this evening, so can't join me. But I am delighted that I have got Oliver McAfee joining us, Director of Apprenticeships and a top bloke. Good evening, Ollie. Evening. What a lovely intro that was. Thanks, Ben. Evening, everyone. Thank you for having me again, Ben. Thank you. I, all, I always joke, Ollie, you've, you've guested on the podcast before. If you come back for a second one, we can officially call you a friend of the podcast and a very wow. welcome friend you are to come and talk to us this evening. How's 2022 started for you and the apprenticeship team? Oh, fantastic, as always. I think that nice Christmas period weirdly enough it's lovely to have it but itchy to get back and get cracking on with things like you know apprenticeships um, and FI just continue to keep cracking on don't they so you don't want to be off to miss anything but a lovely break but we're just cracking on with our set of enrolments and just seeing everyone really getting driven back into the 2022 cycle at the moment it was a lovely break I felt this year's Christmas and New Year break was a really nice stretch I think it was the way the weekends fell in between the bank holidays. And so it felt like people, and I know not everybody was given full time off, but I think most people were. Certainly my email inbox was very, very light over the Christmas and New Year period, which has been fantastic. It means I've come back and really hit the ground running, achieved some stuff already in the first few days back. This evening, we thought for a topic, we would talk about goals. This time of the year is very, very much a focus of setting goals for the rest of the year. People starting the new year with plans or energized to make plans and set some targets. So, Ollie, I know you have set personal goals. You're also responsible for motivating our team who set goals for our apprentices and our learners. What's your initial thought process on coming out of the traps in 2022 and setting some, some goals? Ben, um, obviously, I, I love a goal, as everyone around me knows. I, I love a target and I like a bit of competition as well. And competition with myself is, is the real driver for me. Um, but I think whenever we talk about goals, the first thing I will always talk to people about is please write them down. You know, you've got to write your goal down because it's there. It's something you can evidence whether you do like I do. I have it on my phone. I have the note. I have a bucket list. I'm that sad. I have that bucket list. I have that thing of that is what I'm going to achieve. And then I break it down to year. So last year I had some really incredible goals that I wanted to achieve. But having them broken down into bite-sized chunks as well as that year, I also then break it down into sub-goals or objectives, depending on how you want to phrase it. So my first tip for goals is always write them down, set them out, and hold yourself accountable, but actually don't make yourself all negative about not achieving. Give yourself a realistic goal. 
that I've always felt that if you're you know weight loss or if you want to run faster whatever it is you can't go from doing a 35 5k to a 24 5k you've got to break it into sub goals and that for me is a write it down and make it realistic at any point something I have started this year doing and I've attempted it in previous years and never actually succeeded is dry January don't know if any of the live audience are also doing dry January where you're giving up and not drinking alcohol for the month of January but this year I've done it slightly differently I think I'm taking it a bit more seriously I've actually downloaded the app to my phone and that's really working for me at the moment I appreciate we're only 12 days in but the app is lovely it's really fantastic every day I go and mark up that I haven't had a drink today and it scores it it's visible I like that thinking about Ollie writing it down, I think having something like an app or a tracker really does help make it seem a bit more real, a bit more serious and something that you physically have to engage with. Ollie, have you got any experience of, of using apps? Yeah, well, we, we talked about it just before, ironically enough, because we didn't know we were both doing dry January until about 20, 30 minutes ago. And, we're, and I'm doing dry-ish January because I already kind of failed on one point. So, you know, I don't hold myself too accountable. But it is about using all the technology that works for you. One of the things I personally like to do is set a timer for like six months in advance, which actually pops up and says, you know, that reminder, like in your old Outlook, um, so I think for the apps, it's whatever works for you. I really love an app, uh, as a few people know, and I like quote apps as well. Um, I need to have that positive messaging coming up for all my goals. I, again, this is me and how my mind works. But I set a quote against each goal that I want to achieve. And that's the kind of motivator that kicks me through that. So I have a, a quote app that pops up every day with a nice jazzy quote, which I then share with the team to motivate them as well. But then on top of that, I have those quotes that I connect to an actual goal. Because for me, it's really, really important to have that trigger point. If you hear something and you're like, that, that's what it means to me, whether it's, you know, a quote from a famous person or, you know, something different. It's about whatever motivates you. But I really like the apps that kind of pick up things for you in the future as well, where you can get that reminder of, oh, I even forgot about doing that, but I've actually achieved half of it. You know, if you want to learn to ski, it takes a long, long time to ski. But actually, have you booked that first session? Have you set the reminder in six months to actually pop up and say, let's do that, let's get it booked? Um, and obviously you can find apps. I can see a, a question in the chat box from the live audience tonight. Has anyone found an app that will help track study? doesn't have to be anything that sophisticated can just literally be keeping a spreadsheet diary something i know ollie you you have to get the apprentices to do is to log their their training hours and i think actually that can be quite a motivating factor to stick to a goal if you're setting yourself a study target actually then marking up a goal if you've set yourself a goal of i'm going to do seven hours of study uh, a week then actually recording that makes it much more visible. It means you can look back. And something I've heard students say is when they feel nervous about their preparation for an exam, they take a lot of confidence looking back and seeing, actually, I've put in quite a lot of work. I can see the hours I've recorded for this. I do feel much more prepared. Um, something else I've picked up from the Dry January app is just kind of rewarding yourself. 
something that it's done quite nicely, much to my wife's disgust, is, is ask me to suggest how much I would be spending on alcohol a week and then thinking, right, if I'm not drinking, I am not spending that money. So it's kind of giving me a financial saving target, which I, I've said to my wife, oh, I'm saving this money. What are we now going to spend it on? But um, something that rewards you. I always think that's a great way to stick to goals. If you're setting yourself a, a weekly goal, thinking about some kind of reward at the end, if you have met your goal target for this week, today, this month, etc. I also think, Ben, with the rewards, though, it's that little get yourself a Kit Kat, get yourself a biscuit after you do a chapter or whatever it is that, you know, we talk a lot about that on our time management sessions as well. But it's about if you're going to do half an hour revision, get it done, but then have that little reward at the end. That's something that I really try and push people to. It doesn't have to be a biscuit. You can obviously just go for a walk or whatever it might be, a, a banana, whatever it is that you really enjoy. But it doesn't have to be that big, big goal at the end it can be that little reward all the way through as well which i think works nicely for some people i liked your comment about breaking it down something i will always do with a student i've actually had three calls today alone with students wanting me to help them set some goals for study for this year and i've had to say this year there's a lot that can happen this year we will clearly set some goals for this year but let's break it down Let's think, first of all, right, first target then, 2022, how many exams do you want to sit? And most people will say more than I feel is acceptable and achievable. And I'll kind of rein it back down and say, well, would we be happy if we got to the end of this year and we had sat and passed three exams or four exams or five exams? And I know the qualifications are slightly different, but, but set a reasonable target. Then break that down and think, right, well, which is going to be the first exam I do? And let's look. Lots of the exams these days are held quarterly. So what's going to be this quarter's exam? And then break that down into a goal of saying, right, so if I need to be prepared to sit that exam at the end of this quarter, what have I got to do on a monthly basis? At what point do I need to book my exam? At what point should I be looking to do revision for that exam? Then break it down more urgently than that on right what's the stuff i'm going to do for the next month first port of call is i need to book the course have i got the material that's an achievable goal but something to tick off and having that recorded in small steps i think is really really motivating i agree ben but it it's that break it down realistic and don't beat yourself up about not achieving a, a small part of the goal. Because if you break it down into little chunks, like you said, you've then got the opportunity to catch back up. Whereas if your huge goal is, I want six exams by the end of the year, or I want to do a half marathon you, you've never run before, whatever it is, you're then going to beat yourself up if you get an injury or you don't achieve that exam past that time. But break it down gives you that recovery time. So I think that's a really, really, really good point. Something I heard on the, the breakfast radio, it was either this morning or yesterday morning, was talking about writing lists and how actually if you've got goals, if you've written them down, something Ollie's already said, but having them listed out gives you the ability to then strike them through, tick them off, cross them off. And something that was observed on the radio call that, that I was listening into, um, they talked about having those lists on a smartphone. Brilliant idea. But one of the observations was the smartphone didn't strike them through. It just removed them completely. 
And the thought process was that's not the best because once they've disappeared, you've lost that sense of reflective achievement. Something I like about a list is crossing it off, but the stuff stays on the list. And then you can look back and reflect and say, look how much I've already achieved particularly useful in those kind of down days where you've had a setback, where you're not feeling on top of things or as well as you should do, actually looking back and thinking, well, blimey, look at all the stuff I have ticked off. Look at all of the hours I've studied, going back to my idea of logging that timesheet and keeping a study log. I think they can really boost you in those down times where you're, you're a bit frustrated and don't feel you've made the progress that you probably have You've just forgotten all of the stages and the steps you've gone through. I can't agree enough with that. And it's more fun when we disagree, but I can't agree enough with that. <laughs> because when I first had my list on my phone, it you could either delete it or you had to write a comment next to it. Now I've got this little button where you can press it and it does a big tick next to it. It wasn't until that started happening that I was going, ah, right, goal one done, tick, big tick off. If I hadn't have had that motivator to tick it off and still see jobs are good and done it, I don't think I would have been able to hit the next goal, the next goal, the next goal. So I think it's really, really valid point that. And I do love in my notebook when I've got my to-do list going bang, done. And it's the same thing with goals. You get that rewarding feeling of just being done and dusted onto the next one. And I think that's my other point I really wanted to say today was once you've done that goal, what's the next thing? You know, it's you want to be continuing to focus on that development path. So once you have got a goal that you've done and dusted, you know, what's that next thing? Because I, my mind works for is as soon as I stop, I regress back into whatever habit is. I need another goal, a new challenge potentially for me. So once you've got that goal done, what's the next thing you want to do? What's the next challenge? What's the new skill you want to develop? 100%. So continuing to think about goals, Ollie, any other tips that you've used personally or you've seen used effectively by your team with, with students? Yeah, I think the team are fantastic. I'm always going to say that, but they are absolutely fantastic at setting smart targets. Again, coming back to that realistic, but kind of back to the points you said earlier about when you're ticking off the off the job log, you know, the timesheet, it's a huge amount of hours for some of our qualifications and our apprenticeships so actually working it the other way not saying you've done five out of 800 saying you're actually five down you know make sure you're framing it in your mind your goals yourselves you know if you're saying I can't do something you're not going to be able to do it but I will do it that mentality about turning it into a positive and a realistic challenge is where our coaches are fantastic you know really really driven on that um, and also accepting to ask for help. <laughs> and I can never I can never stress this one enough. It goes across study, life, everything. But you set yourself a goal, you're working towards it, you hit a stumbling block. That help is so important. You know, mental welfare, physical welfare, study, work, whatever it is, ask for help at any point in life. There's always someone there to ask. Um, so that's the other thing for me with that goals and setting those targets. Make sure you ask for help whenever you need it and don't be scared to ask for help i think we, we, we've seen that a lot haven't we having a buddy whether it's someone in your family someone who you're friends with somebody at work if you've got an fi tutor or a contact reach out and sharing problems but sharing goals also can be incredibly powerful 
it again just gives a bit more commitment, a bit more buy-in, but also that buffer of support around you. Something going back to the dry January that the app sends you an email every day and lots of the messaging there is make sure people understand what you're doing. They will support you. Most people will be very positive. So sharing that, I, I think we, we, we gave thanks at the end of last year as one of the podcast episodes. And a lot of the thanks came from friends and family around us that are supporting us with things like study, but they will only be able to support you if they understand what you are actually aiming for and achieving. So, so sitting down with people and explaining, look, I'm setting myself a target of passing four exams this year. This is when they're going to be held, making people aware, whether that's people that you work with, whether that's people that you live with, all of those people can be an incredibly powerful source of, of help and support as you are going along, particularly when you've had setbacks or you're having those days when you're not really loving it. They can really, really help boost your, your motivation, keep you going on track with your targets. I think also, in, in, while it doesn't echo it in the same way, but also maybe picking those people you are talking about your goals if you're going to do for a life-changing goal you're going to go for something crazy that you want to achieve and it's going to be something you're ambition make sure you pick the right people you discuss with as well because there's a lot of people who don't always understand goals and targets and that area so make sure you're not picking maybe negative people you know there's, there's certainly people in my life that i'll tell my goals to and that's fantastic. They're supportive. But actually also think about the opposite. Some people don't always like seeing success from others. It's a sad thing to say, but it is actually true, unfortunately. So making sure that you pick the right people to, to share those ideas with as well, because you want to be surrounding yourself with the most positive people you possibly can. And that's something I personally, whenever I, you know, Ben knows I lost a couple of pounds over the last year or so. And with that, it was, I specifically picked the individuals I was going to talk to and tell about the goal and the target. And I think there's probably four people who I actually told what the end target was. Even my wife didn't know at one stage because I didn't want to discuss it too much. But it's that I picked those people because I knew they weren't going to judge. They weren't even going to talk about it too much. But they were the individuals who would tell me, well, do you really want that bar of chocolate? Do you really want that X, Y, Z? but in that positive mentality. And see a comment in the chat box about building good habits and that habits don't just happen automatically. There's no magic wand that means next week you will be a much more productive studier. Habits are only built by repetition and continuing. And to start with, it will be quite alien. It's a bit like doing physical activity and sport. I have committed myself with some colleagues at FI to do a challenge of running so many miles for a target. And I am dreading going out for a run. Regular listeners to the podcast will know I broke my ankle um, at the end of last year, and I haven't been out running since. I am really dreading going back out there. I know it will be painful, not just my ankle, but just in general. And those habits will not come naturally without some gritting my teeth, particularly for the first couple of weeks to say, I'm going to get out there and do something. It's not particularly nice. It's not enticing when I look out of my window at the moment. It's dark. It's cold. But I'm going to have to go through some pain. And it's the same with study. But actually, the more you do it, the more you get into those good habits, the routines will come. You will find specific times, making sure that you know when you learn best. We had this conversation this morning 
Ollie, can you guess when the most productive time for FI staff is? Our colleague, 5 our colleague and fellow director has been doing some, some research into this and she's established you were close. I think she got it at about 9.40 in the morning. Nah, don't believe it. 8.45. For me, I said to her, my most productive hour is from half past seven till half past eight. That's when I get most of my work done. Um, it's exactly the same for study. Some of you listening to this are early birds and you're much better off doing half an hour or an hour study a couple of early mornings a week. Others of you, that would be the worst possible thing you can envisage and not productive study time at all. You might be better allocating yourself a couple of hours in the evenings. Some of you maybe have got more flexible daytime job roles where you could maybe do some study over a lunchtime or a morning break. Find what works best for you. And it's not one size fits all. Don't be led by what others are doing. Find something that works for you and set yourself some realistic targets for how long and how much time you can spare. Some people have got the luxury of having weekend time free. Other people who have got family and other commitments at weekends can't study. And you need to find the balance and the times that work best for you. Ollie, have we got any other tips for goals or motivating people to stick to targets they're setting? I, th I think for me that the other one I always come back to is playlists. For me, it's my one of motivators. You know, you're talking about running. I, I remember about 18 months ago, I started doing Couch to 5K. I think I finished it last January, around this date, actually. Um, and that, the only way I got through that was playlists. And for me, it was angry playlists that got me because, you know, running for me was an awful one. But that having that playlist or having that background music or that audio book, which I'm turning to more and more now, that motivates you. You know, I think that power of music or audio or listening to something is really, really important for some people again. But you've got to pick and choose what works for you. But um, whenever I have that sort of goal, which is particularly work or study related, like today I had something I absolutely had to do in 45 minutes. It had to be done. No choices playlist on nice and angry no one was in the house so I could play whatever I liked and it got done on about 38 minutes but that again was my motivator that I know from experience works for me and so it's that making sure you pick what works for you in trial and error I think don't be scared to try a new type of music or a new audiobook or work somewhere else I find that really effective you know particularly to study I, I used to have a very small room where I used to live at uni I could not study in there because there were dishes everywhere. There was the missus, or she wasn't a missus at that point, but she was there as well. And there just wasn't room to do anything. So I had to go to a coffee shop or the pub or whatever it was to actually get some study in. And that worked for me. So again, I think all of those options, a playlist, making sure you pick your environment is really, really important as well. I think for me, we've, we've talked about writing it down and setting targets. But, but set targets that you're going to hit milestones early. So if it's sitting here tonight, set yourself, what's the target by this time next week? Now, that target might be I need to book the next module. I need to get my study folder sorted. I need to work out how many chapters there are in my study unit for this term or this quarter. It doesn't have to be anything big. 
but something that means when we are here, if you log in next Wednesday again, you get that positive sense of actually I've achieved the target I set myself for this first week. And believe you me, weeks will very quickly build up. Time flies ridiculously quickly. And if you've set yourself a weekly target and you're on track with those, they will very quickly build up. And after three or four weeks, you will be well through the second, third chapter of your study material. Hopefully, if you break it that way down, you might set yourself a target of doing one real exam question a week when we get nearer to the exam. But setting those weekly targets, I think, will really, really help you make progress And worst case scenario, if you miss a target, you're only one week away. And that's not a big disaster. I think something you mentioned, Ollie, it's very admirable to set these grand big targets. But if you don't achieve them, you don't achieve in a big way. If your target was just, I need to get to the end of the next chapter by next week, and that doesn't happen, it's really, really not the end of the world that by the following week, you can be back on track and trying to spot those deviations early. Little steps to get on your journey. I can agree more with that one, little steps. I had the experience of I wanted to learn to ski, but I set the goal of try skiing, which thank goodness I did because the crash I had was you know spectacular. And you know, I'm not built for skiing, but had I had learned to ski, I would have failed that goal and that objective and that target. But actually, I, I didn't because I'd set it loosely. And then the next one, if I had have enjoyed the experience of falling over, I would have then had learned to ski or then go on to ski holiday. So I can't agree with that one more often. I think so, something that resonated on a call with a, a student today, she so was a student that had been studying pre-COVID that hasn't picked up the study books or done anything now for coming up for 18 months and had an interesting conversation about setting some goals for her with regards to the goal should be passing the exam. That's what we all want. But actually her biggest nervousness was actually going in and sitting the exam. And I said, well, if, if we get to, February and you've actually sat the exam it's one of the on-demand ones would you be happy and she said you know what Ben I would be happy just to have sat it if I haven't passed it at this stage I'm more worried about the commitment for booking and actually getting to the exam and sitting it and it just got me thinking about the mindset there sometimes we set ourselves goals and targets that aren't really the things that are going to make us happy and the things that we are ultimately afraid of not achieving. So if your target is to pass an exam, I think that's great. And certainly that's what we want for our students and for each other. But equally, it could be as powerful just setting yourself a target of sitting the exam, obviously result dependent. But I would bet my bottom dollar that, that if most of you set the target of sitting the exam, the passes would actually flow on the back of that. Because psychologically, to sit it, I think you're committing to doing the work that you need to do to be at a level where, hopefully, if all goes to plan, you should pass it. I really like that one, Ben, because I get a load of apprentices who start off, you know, they say, right, I want to be qualified. And my first thing is, okay, where do we need to start? You know, because it's a great, it's a fantastic game, but let's break it down into that realistic chunk to make sure we're not 
overburdening ourselves you know really really important in this day and age where we're a lot of us are still working from home you can literally get up at 6 a.m i think i saw 5 a.m in the chat even i'm not up that early you could work from five all the way through to midnight in theory without giving yourself that opportunity and that break is really really important um, so I think it's really important to have those broken down goals and write them down and really motivate yourself however you need to be motivated, particularly with study, because it's not always the most fun thing in the world. Excellent. Well, I hope some of the things we've talked about today have given you some ideas, given you some motivation. I would encourage you, as we've just said, take it one week at a time. So if after joining this evening or listening tonight, you can set yourself a goal target for this time next week, come back, share those goals with us. It would be lovely next week if you logged in again and said, do you know what, Ben, after we spoke last week, I set myself this target for the first week back and I've achieved it. Or if you haven't, come back and share your experiences. We, we understand it's not a perfect world. and to be honest, I probably these days get more satisfaction myself personally from hearing when students haven't achieved their goals and then helping them try and put that together. If everybody achieves their goals, actually, the world is not such an interesting place. I think failure is, is no bad thing, albeit with a modicum of I understand that passing exams and progression is important for everybody. And I'm not saying we should aim to fail. I'm saying if we set ourselves up to be perfect, we're never going to achieve that. So realism is very, very important in your goal setting. Um, Ollie, thank you so much for joining and sharing your insight. I hope we will have you back again for the podcast. You're always a great guest. You've always got lots to say and some brilliant practical and very personal things to share with the listeners. Brilliant. Thank you for having me as always. Thank you, everybody that's logged in live. Lovely to see such a good turnout. I hope you will continue to come to the Wednesday sessions. Um, I appreciate not everybody can come every Wednesday. We don't take a register. We're not worried about marking attendance. If you can come, great. If you can't, we'll see you when you can come again on a Wednesday. Please continue to ask questions. For the podcast listeners, thank you for downloading. Please continue to download, to share the links for the podcast. If you'd like to write us a review for the podcast, they are greatly appreciated. Myself and Dave recorded a promotional podcast episode last week with some ideas we have for topics and content for the podcast in 2022. We are very keen to hear from you, our listeners. If there is a subject you would like us to talk about, if there is a guest you would like us to get, if you yourself would like to come on and be a guest and contribute to the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So please reach out. I'll put my contact details in the, the podcast information. I'll also share it again with the live audience who are with us this evening. But thank you all for listening. Have a fantastic week. Set yourself a realistic goal and email me or come back next week and share with us whether you have achieved the goal for week one of 2022. Thank you all very much. <laughs>